0: Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves and along with my business partner, Bill Dement, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. Hey there, Bill. Hey, good morning, James. How's it going? It's going fine. How are you this morning? I'm good. I feel like today we're going to tackle a topic that, as business owners, we can be afraid of. Um, it's it's a scary topic. Um, we want to do the best for our employees, but um, we don't know where to start. It's going to be too expensive. How do oh, you it yeah. work? Well, the good news is mm-hmm. we have a very professional partner in this Absolutely. that, that we have been dealing with for years through mm-hmm. our company. She's also become a personal friend of ours. Yes, and I'll just let you introduce her. Yes, and she has helped us navigate, to use that word a lot, to to navigate through this whole uh, murky waters of benefits. So we would love to introduce Judy Mitchell with Experience Benefits. <laughs> Welcome, Judy. Thank
1: you. It's a to be here.
0: We are so glad you're here. We, we've we been using you for several years now. I, I even forgot when we started. Um, but I we have so much to talk about in lines of benefits and so many things that are, you know, options out there. But I would love to kind of talk a little bit about kind of you because your background is very unique. When it comes to caring for people, you just have a different perspective. So I'd love to, for our, our audience, uh, we I, we have lots of friends that know each other, but we've got a lot of people that listen to this that don't know you, and we would love to just hear more about you and kind of how you Got to where you are right now.
1: Oh, it's it's been a long and winding road, <laughs> but it does it is cohesive. It comes together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I started my professional career as an oncology research nurse. Oh, so all of my patients were um, up in Washington D.C. at Georgetown University. They were told by their hometown docs that they were had end stage cancer, six months left to live, and they enrolled with us. Hoping for some longevity, hoping for some relief from their um, their cancer, Um, but it was experimental. Mm -hmm. They taught me at a very young age to really enjoy your life, treat each day as a gift, make sure that you um, use it well, embrace those who are in your life, cherish everyone that you come in contact with. And, and live a life that is robustly lived mm-hmm. because tomorrow's not promised. Um, you could have your five-year, 10-year, 15-year plans, and tomorrow someone might give you that whammy that you have a, a six-month-left-to-live cancer right. diagnosis. I have lived my life based on that. Um, so I've lived a very robust life. I, I, my motto is it, it's life artfully done, Um, So I spend each day um, as much as I can to embrace those who are in my life, cherish them, go to bed exhausted, Mm -hmm. and wake up in the morning thankful that I'm up again, and I have another day to use as a gift. Um, Because of that, well, the long story is, is um, you can't stay in that that line of work for very long because death was just way too common. Right, I've heard that. Yeah, it, it, it it's something that you have to move away from. So I actually talked my way into a, an administrative job, hospital administration, um, with the promise that I get an MBA. So I did get a master's in business administration. My very last course was on estate planning which was exactly all of the questions that my patients had had Mm -hmm. about if I only knew that this was going to happen, I would have done all these other things, which was foreign to me. I didn't really understand estate planning or how you're supposed to go about your life financially. Um, And I went up to the professor afterwards and said, a a lightning bolt just went through me. I I have to do this. This is nursing. This is caring for people. But... Answering the questions that truly are important for them, um, and he advised that I become a certified financial planner, mm. which I did. And um, two years out out of the being done with the CFP, I interviewed for jobs, and they were all sales positions. I am not a salesperson; that I just I couldn't do the jobs that they were talking about um, because they were just hard sells. Um, I actually asked one of the people I interviewed with, what if someone was brilliant at finances and they really knew their stuff and had everything in order? What Couldn't I just tell them, congratulations, you did a great job? And he said to me, no, there's always something you can sell. Mm. And I bailed. I opened up my own shop. I basically um, be, I became my own registered investment advisory, um, registered with the... the Banking Commission and the SEC, and for years um, treated and helped people with their finances. Similar to what I'm talking about always, it's it's a nursing care plan, but it was a financial plan for them. Um, All of my clients at that point said, I hate my nine to five, but it pays the bills, it makes the money that I, I need. Um, But I really have this idea for this wonderful business, this widget that I want to create into a business. And my patients from my former um, life came back to me with saying, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, make sure that each day counts, and and love what you're doing as you're doing it, not having these long-term someday, uh, maybe I'll be able to do this. Um, So I pivoted. And I used to laugh saying I I took wantopreneurs and made them entrepreneurs, made them small business owners, and um, helped them become successful. And what was happening is in order to get the job done, these small business owners had to hire employees. And then if they had the right heart and soul, they were wanting to take care of their people, which is a, a very big job on its own. Um, and so I started looking for someone who would be able to take care of that human aspect and take care of their employees, and that's how I found experience benefits. And I, I've always believed if you surround yourself with good people, life is easy, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's a, a cakewalk. Um, and I thought, why don't I just go with experience benefits and start working on the inside, helping small business owners take care of their people. And along the way, I can really use what I've always known as to how to make a business work and, and how to help people um, become very successful. And so I've, I've always said I, I never have lived, worked a day in my life because I love what I do. Um, I bring the heart and soul of nursing to this very dry business of insurance. Um, and really look at strategies and, and analyzing what people need. Um, I often said I've never sold a product, which is not true, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my life is a commission-based, you know, existence. Um, but I really don't think of it in that way. I right. think of how can I put a strategy together that's g- going to help everyone, the employees and the employer.
0: Right. Well, you've, you bring out so much to the table um, from the caring aspect of nursing to ushering people into their last breath to helping entrepreneurs kind of light, light that candle and get their ball rolling. Um, one of the misnomers that as a business owner I had early on is that and it really is true, but it stopped me from making forward decisions with my employees is, it's is too expensive, mm-hmm. you know? When I worked for a larger company, they helped pay for benefits and back years ago. And that was, it was a little cheaper, you know, to actually have health care back then. It seems to have gone up in cost. Um, and then I quit and I had Cobra and then I was paying the full lump of the insurance. Mm-hmm. And I just realized it's really expensive. And then when I started researching it, I thought, well, maybe it's just too expensive to even offer our employees. We're just too small of a company. We don't, we don't have what it takes to do that. Um, but you when I talked to you for the first time, you brought um, a level of opportunity that I didn't know existed for a small business owner. And I'm not sure, still to this day, a lot of business owners understand that there are other options out there out there than the typical traditional stuff. Um, I know there's multiple tiers to what what you offer and, mm-hmm. and what you can provide, um, but I'm curious maybe we can step through some of those, those things quickly um, just to kind of unpack, it's not just about you know, Aetna or, or Cigna. Yeah, and it's certainly not an all or nothing. Correct. Yeah, type menu.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's really what I do is I'll sit with the employer and find out financially where they are. Um, everyone has the right heart and soul to want to take care of their people. And those are the kind of employers that I want to work with, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Um, but then there's the budget. And and how do you how do you actually make this work because it is expensive, the the tiers that we can go through and the strategies is the full blown health insurance like you said a United Healthcare Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, typically if you want to use a rule of thumb the very least expensive plan is going to be about four hundred dollars a month, um, could be three hundred but. I always like to go a little bit more, right. and then you know, <laughs> be able to back down from it. So the employer, the carriers require that the employer pays half of that cost. So that's about a two hundred. It's going to be one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar per month mm-hmm. per employee cost, which is expensive. That's a huge commitment because it, um, insurance is a contract. You're you're going into it and saying that you know you're going to commit to this budget. So you start with that. What we also do is we do a strategy where we layer with that um, major medical insurance. But there are companies where they can't get into um, the major medical component of it because of budget. We have strategies where they can offer ancillary products, supplemental, that will help their employees in case something does happen. There's some money that comes to their pocket. They get to use that whatever expenses they want. It could be applied towards the medical expenses or it could just to be pay rent, you know, if, they're, sure. if they've if used up their sick days and they need some income to be coming in. Um, and those are voluntary, but we could also work with the employer to say, let's set up an employee benefits bank where the employer comes up with the amount of money that they're willing to put in and can afford. Um, and that goes to the employees to to do kind of like a cafeteria style, pick what you think is most important for your particular um, self and your family, and that money then can get applied to those premiums, um, which is a way that the employer can still say, we have a benefits Mm -hmm. package. This is is the portfolio that we offer to our people. You know, we give you $50 a month, $100 a month to be able to pick some of these other supplemental plans. Um, we also do, you know, the group life insurance to help people so that they don't have that worry of, you know, if something should happen to their employees. Um, it, and it, it really, we cater it to what the employer wants for their people, what their culture dictates, what's important to those, to, if it's a young staff Um Similar to what we've always talked about, if they're young, they're not thinking in terms of, I need health insurance. Mm-hmm. They're, they're into a different lifestyle at the time. And, and when you're young, you don't really think about what could happen. Right. It, it's not until you get into an older population that you start real, really worrying about the, your health um, and the issues that could come up and the costs that go with it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that we, we will look at the strategies that are important to that company and the culture of that company and, the, and then what's going to work for those employees. Um, with, with the different strategies that we could put in place, one of the things that I think really is the, the most beneficial is, is our educational process. We, we actually talk with each employee and let them know exactly what the employer is offering. I make a point of um, congratulating the employer for having put this in place so that they understand that they're fortunate to be in that work environment because these people are taking care of you and worried about you. Um, And then I go through each plan because insurance, all insurance is is risk management. It's a tool to to provide us with some um, relief, in case something does happen. So it really just manages the risk. And no one, I often laugh, I'm in the business of um, helping people secure a plan that they hope they never use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but And you don't know what it's going to do until something does happen. So the wonderful thing that, that I uh, still think that is the most important is that throughout the year, when something does happen, I'm there for them to call and say, listen, I I think I have a plan that would cover this. How does it work? Mm -hmm. And so instead of them having to pour through documents, they have me to talk to and and really, you know, problem solve and and let that plan work for them. I've
0: actually experienced that myself several times. Yeah. It's funny because we do have coverages, and I've had coverages in the past with other companies, and... I didn't realize that, oh, if you have a wellness check once a year, this mm-hmm. will pay you a $60, right. you know, check. Right. Um, and I didn't know that. Uh, and then so I, many years went by and I didn't go to the doctor and I lost on, first of all, lost getting checked out by the doctor. But I also lost out on that benefit that I, probably, I already paid for. Yes. Um, as a business owner, it's it's hard to know where to start because we want to do something, mm-hmm. but we don't. We don't think we can do the big stuff, so we can't do the two, three, four hundred dollars a month, you know, for benefits. But we want to offer something. You walked me through this this process and a part of our part of our onboarding, where you basically were like, "Well, what do you want your crew to have?" Now, most of our guys in the field, they're they're young, twenty somethings. Um, they think they're invincible. They don't go to the doctor very often. Um, yeah, and notes. in truth, a lot of them have coverage from their spouse's mm-hmm. employer,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, and so, but we wanted to give them something, right? And so, we first of all, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. We back in the day, it was really inexpensive to do short-term disability insurance. It was a few bucks a month per employee. I think a few bucks a week for an employee, and it was it was one of those things that we could offer them. Um, at that time, we actually gave it to them because we weren't doing anything else. And I wanted them to have the ability to see a doctor if they needed to, but wasn't wouldn't be a burden and wouldn't be this crazy financial issue. And you showed me the virtual medicine. That's virtual medicine was kind of just coming out back yeah. then. And um, it was so affordable that I could do that as well for free as a benefit that my employees don't have to have.
1: Yeah, and take a minute, to talk about the virtual medicine, if somebody's yeah. not familiar with that term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it it actually became very popular because of COVID. T- telemedicine mm-hmm. had been around, but it, it became the, the standard uh, of what's going on. And it is a wonderful, um, one of the programs we use is MD Live.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it is not only available to the employees, but for a very small amount that the employer needs to pay. Um, it's, it's available for anybody in their family to be able to call. And it's, you know, on an emergency basis, if something happens or you have a rash that hasn't gone away and mm-hmm. you really want someone to take a look at it, um, virtually they can just give a call in. They get to talk with a professional. They will use a camera device, figure out, you know, what they can see. They they will recommend prescriptions. They can actually order a prescription for you, depending on on what the need is. So it it does take care of a population that really isn't going to be u- utilizing the medical community on an ongoing basis, but has those what ifs come up yeah. in life.
0: Well, I've I've used it myself. I mean, I mean two in the, two a.m. and there's yes. an allergic reaction going on. You know, we were able to. With our phone, my wife and I get up and say, "Listen, we have this problem, and they could walk us through it." Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a great story. One of our employees here, she had a, a, a science infection, and she's always had science infections. They come a couple times a year. Um, she didn't have uh, the typical insurance at all. We gave her these benefits, um, and she's. I need. I'm sick. I need to go to the doctor. So if she had to go to the doctor, she would have to schedule the appointment, mm-hmm. drive the doctor, wait in the waiting room for half an hour to an hour to see the doctor, get the prescription, come back to work, mm-hmm. you know, and then later on. Go, yeah, get go back to the out for store. the prescription. So yeah. we'll say it's a two to three hour ordeal. Mm-hmm. She says, can I take a quick break? She walked into the other room with MD live, said, hey, doc, I've got. The sinus pressure in my nose. I think I got a sinus infection. He asked her the questions. He's like, "Yeah, I think so." I'm going to write you a prescription. Send it automatically to her pharmacist, who then used good Rx. Yep. You know, and say. actually, the antibiotics at right. Publix were free at the time, so she she actually got a free antibiotic. So she literally took ten minutes off of work. On her way home from work, she swung by the pharmacy, got a free antibiotic. Yep. And she was good as new within a couple of days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All because she had the ability. Even if she had real insurance, you know that the, the big boy insurance it it was still way less of a hassle for her to right. just to go through that process. Yeah.
1: It, it's a fantastic benefit for the employer also mm-hmm. because instead of it be, being a sick day, yeah, it, it's something that they can take care of. You know, at seven o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and still be to work. True, because you know things have been taken care of. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been a godsend in so many ways. Most of the major medical do offer the virtual visits, um, which is new to to many of them. But the, the ancillary products like MD Live have been fantastic. Yeah, and and I'm glad you brought up GoodRx because it, it's my go to, even if you do have major medical insurance. Sometimes GoodRx, it's oftentimes better. I'm going to say, is less than um, the prescription you know drug coverage that you have through a medical. Right policy which is is fantastic so it it gives you that extra advantage i've often said the first dollar that you make is that first dollar you save yeah and and to find ways to be able to to help people to say here's your medical insurance but here's another tweak (laughs) here's another way of looking at how you handle you know yourself um when you use the medical community
0: yeah Want to become a business owner but not sure where to start? A hole in the wall drywall repair franchise could be the opportunity you've been waiting for. As a franchisee, you'll have access to our comprehensive training program, ongoing support, and a proven business model developed to help entrepreneurs like yourself succeed. With our low overhead costs and high demand for services, you'll be able to hit the ground running and start generating income quickly. Achieve financial success while providing a valuable service to your community. Go to holeinthewallfranchising.com and take the first steps towards achieving your entrepreneurial dreams. And the MD Live, is—it is, was remarkably affordable for us. I mean, I want to say it's—I don't know—six bucks a month or whatever, yes. or whatever for for us to pay. So it, it was like it was like an ancillary yes. cost to us. But it, it was an, my employees may not have wanted to buy that benefit, but we, we just give it to them so they have it for them. Um, and then we wanted to make sure they could. You know, if something happened, they could get buried, so we bought them a life insurance policy. And these are little things that we were able to kind of tiptoe into. At first, we started with benefits. We, You know, I mainly think of healthcare, but the but the other benefit was we gave them time off of work. We let mm-hmm. them accrue personal time off, PTO, vacation time. Yeah. Um, we started paying for holidays that most construction companies, in a white-collar world, even blue-collar world, um, big-boy companies, they all pay for your Fourth of July, your Christmas. But construction companies – they, yeah, don't. Traditionally, they, they don't traditionally just so yeah. so we started tiptoeing into that benefit world we, we would give them vacation time to get a crew each week vacation time yeah and, it, and
1: it's been a joy over the years to watch as each employee schedules a week off and they go to the beach or they take a cruise yeah. and well in my heart the two of you are the quintessential perfect employers it, you, I stand you up and often talk about, well, I have, you know, a company that this is what they do. You should work towards that that goal because what you do is you've created a culture of, for people to guide them, to make them better mm-hmm. human beings, to really show how you care for each other, um, to create a work environment where, you know, people are part of a family and, and you work very hard at, at providing that and showing that in yeah. everything that you do. It, just not words, but totally your actions well, and how you care you. for your folks. Yeah,
0: thanks for thank those you. kind words. We I've yeah. worked for companies that, that treat employees like commodities, mm-hmm. and I never wanted to be that boss. I don't want to be a business owner that just takes for granted that someone has selected you to be their employer because it's difficult, especially now it's hard to find really qualified employees that want to stay. And so maybe you could talk a little bit about the benefit to the company about actually having something because you become uh, enticeful to oh, all your yeah, candidates.
1: Absolutely. The the, uh, the standard phrase that you hear is attract and retain. um And, and it's... I, I don't like to use it because it is that cliche, but it's so true. Glassdoor did a survey that... I think it was 70% of people would prefer benefits over a pay raise. They will take a job that offers benefits over a job that doesn't. And I, on a personal level, have four companies that this past couple of weeks who have come to me saying, I just lost a key employee because we don't offer benefits, I need to talk to you about what can we put together as a benefits package? Um, I'm trying to recruit engineers and their high, higher paid, you know, educated employees. They won't come to the company because we don't have benefits. Mm. Um, I have a, a nursing concern that does at home nursing care um, and they cannot get the nurses to come in because they are, don't have a benefits package as of yet. And so I'm working with these companies to attract the, the help that they need and then be able to keep the, that key employee. Um, there, there's some ridiculous number out there that that talks about how expensive it is when you lose a key employee, not only in the cost of retraining some advertising for a new person, mm-hmm. then training them, having them not be dependent yet, so that you're t- using a double layer of other employees overseeing yeah. that yep. employee mm-hmm. plus um, while that employees exactly while right. you're
0: hiring you don't have that position position filled and so you're losing productivity you're losing hours yeah. my indeed bill one month was like over a thousand dollars just to try and find a qualified employee my zip recruiter bill got really I mean really expensive just to try and find a key employee yeah. um so it's, it is easier cheaper to keep them than it is to to let them go. Yeah. Um my 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 want is to create an environment that they don't want to leave, right? But it's hard when you have a bill to pay or mm-hmm. you have a sick child or you're not feeling good yourself and you don't have what you need to make make ends meet. Right. Um so that's where we have to kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. Um so do me a favor, let's kind of pretend you and I are just meeting for the first time and we're going to kind of talk through you know that I don't have enough in the budget yet to pay for big boy insurance mm-hmm. as I'm going to call it. Um, how do you step through that process with us? I mean, what are some of the, what are some of the things that you would coach a new business and you a know, person uh, owner on how to think about the benefit options for their employees? Where, where do we start?
1: Um, start with the knowledge fact that you, that you need to offer benefits, mm-hmm. you know, some type of benefit package and, and then to, to guide through what what would your monthly commitment be if you wanted to offer a benefits bank. It could be as low as $25. Mm -hmm. It it could be um, what I have done with companies um, is I also do the the exchange, the ACA market Mm -hmm. exchange. So I have worked with companies where I said, I will be your benefits consultant for your employees create a a layer of supplemental products that are available to them. It could be totally voluntary that they don't, you don't have to contribute. It does benefit you to give about $25, $50 a month. It's money. If they don't choose a plan, it's not money that they get. It's just, it just
0: goes away.
1: They have to actually utilize it um, to purchase a a plan. Um, I will educate them as to what the plans will do. And then in addition to that, if it's during the open enrollment time for the ACA, I will sit and guide them through the hundreds of plans that are on the marketplace. It doesn't cost them anything to use my services. I I get a finder's fee for basically finding um, someone on the marketplace. So they can sit on their own and go through these hundreds of plans Or they can meet with me as your benefits consultant Mm -hmm. and say, let's go through the hundreds of plans and find out what's going to work the best for you. Let me guide you, show you what what one plan would do over another plan, what's going to be best for you and your family. Um, And incorporate that so that they feel you as an employer have put me in place in their lives to be able to educate them and to advise them. Um, and we wrap that together with the supplemental plans that are available to them. And we'll we'll create a booklet to say these are the things that are available. Here's the person that you can call and talk about health issues mm-hmm. um, and, and what kind of things you need for with insurance and how the plans would work for you. Um, and then here are the supplemental plans that you could choose from. And it, it in, creates that that overwhelming feeling that somebody cares mm-hmm. that, and somebody's putting together stuff
0: for me. Yeah. Um, you showed me options that weren't the traditional plans, but still offered medical stuff. Obviously the MD Live, yes. but yeah. you know, there was the the direct
1: There's redirect. Redirect. Yeah, there's Sidera.
0: And Sidera, yeah. which was a Medshare style program. Yeah. I mean I had Sidera for years. Um, yeah. because it was just one of those it was cheaper I was fairly healthy, mm-hmm. but it, it helped pay for those those big issues. Are,
1: they're non-traditional. They're mm-hmm. not health insurance. Mm-hmm. They're um, a membership plan, and we do also to, um, cover that. Um, and it's something that works for a lot of companies, especially a young population. Um, they're a membership plan that you pay into the membership, and then the membership agrees to, um, look at your medical conditions and satisfy the costs of, of your medical needs. Um, it, it is a, a different way of looking at medicine, um, medical plans, because it's not insurance. It's not a card that you hand over and say, here, you know, you take right. care of it. Um, the onerous is a little bit on you with, with some of the bill collecting and the submitting of claims. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a fabulous alternative, especially if, if you're in the 1099 world, right. um, it doesn't have to go through, it doesn't go through payroll necessarily. You, we could create it in, in, to be a payroll situation, but it could be again, just on an individual basis as if, if it's something that works for
0: them. But it gave you the ability to at least have something in case Correct. something happened. That was my peace of mind is like, you know what, I, if, if I had a heart attack today, I need to make sure that I can get the medical coverage without yeah. occurring a lot of medical yeah. bills. Right. And so it was a peace of mind for me. And then we were able to then, because it was cheaper than the the the, 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 yes. the big plans. And we were then able to layer on a couple other levels of like a, almost like a gap insurance. And we were able to, for, for yes. just a few dollars a month, we were able to kind of build in some of these extra p- plans. So it wasn't like an all-in-one plan. It is not traditional. So, you know, you are paying cash and you are getting discounts and you have to right. submit your invoices and stuff. It's a little, little different, but... As opposed to spending eight hundred bucks a month for a plan for your family, you're paying just a few hundred dollars a month. Correct. And then you can layer on a little more protection on top of that. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And it's been a fantastic plan. It's actually what we use as our company. Mm-hmm. It is, um, you know, it does give you the um, peace of mind, like you said, that you, you have the cover. The, you have the coverages. You have somebody there to support you. The membership is. Um, Set up in such a way that they they become advocates for you. They help you through the process. Also, they you can reach out to them with questions that you have, um, and they do help you through you know how to navigate the medical community. Right, in in a great way.
0: And then you mentioned redirect. What is that?
1: Same thing as Cedric. The, the only thing that they've added um, is an everyday. Process so that you are able to to um, take care of the, the the normal things that go on your annual history and physical. Um, they cover your, uh, colonoscopy if if that's you know at that if it's not if it's a routine preventative they'll they'll cover the costs of that. Um, so it has an extra layer than Sidero was something that you were going to be cash only for mm-hmm. the everyday events. Um, whereas redirect has a a component for
0: what may go on in a normal course. Yeah. Well, I had to look at, um, with when I was with Sudera, I had to look at, you know, how often do I go to the doctor? So Mm -hmm. I go to the doctor four times a year, right, at least once a quarter, get my blood pressure medicine renewed and maybe I've got a cold or something. And so then I asked my doctor, well, what is the cash doctor's visit? Mm -hmm. And it was a hundred bucks. So, okay, so I'm paying $400 bucks a year to go to the, my normal doctor visits. I've got good Rx. I've got some uh, other plans for prescriptions. And then I, on top of that, I've got the Seder. So I've got a smaller, it's not a copay, it's a initial fee. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the coverage that I need um, per incident. It's
1: the initial unshareable amount. That's yes. it. Thank
0: you. <laughs> um, but, but for the life of that incident, which I, I really liked as opposed to normal insurance has mm-hmm. this annual thing. Um, and for me, it made a lot of sense at the time. And we, so at least my family had coverage uh, for that. Um, what other, uh, other, other elements are there? So we've got the supplemental stuff. We, we mentioned supplemental. When I was being introduced into it, I was, I always think Aflac, you know, that, that, yep. that, cause they're the big name. They,
1: yeah. They do a lot of advertising, a lot of, <laughs> a
0: lot of, but, but you <laughs> offer similar services, right? So what, talk me through that real Literally. fast.
1: But we're full brokers. Mm -hmm. So we we have AFLAC, we do Colonial, we do, you know, any any of the carriers that do offer the supplemental, we're we're there. United Healthcare um, has supplemental also. It it depends on what's gonna fit you because we look at everything that's available and then figure out at the time what the premiums are gonna be and what that coverage is, what's gonna work for your individual situation versus, you know, uh, another plan that mm-hmm. that may not be as, as advisable for you. Um, and so there there's many mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, you know, without exaggeration, there's hundreds of plans that, yeah. that we could choose from. And and that's really why you, you go to somebody who's in the heart of um, advising and, and not selling. Mm-hmm. because um, I'm looking for things that are really going to work for the individual and um, will discourage people from other plans to say, I don't really know in your situation if you need to take something like this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, when you say volunteer, I want to clarify. It literally mm-hmm. means that you offer these services as a company, but the employee volunteers to pay for them yes. separately. Yes. And so as a company, we are offering Layer of services, mm-hmm. um, but like then we offer dental now, we don't pay for dental, but that services is an add on that they could choose for a very nominal fee,
1: right?
0: And actually, even though even though my wife now has good insurance with dental, I still keep our dental insurance because our dental insurance is better than what,
1: yes, you know, yeah. getting
0: there, yeah. Um, so that as an employee, I can then choose. What add-on stuff I
1: want to right. do? Right, the voluntary is is that it's not going to be paid for by the employer. Um, you choose to whether you want to have it deducted from your paycheck. Mm-hmm. It is a payroll deduction, um, which actually gives you some advantage because it's coming off pre-tax. Right, and and so it's even a little bit less than what you see as the the premium um, because of the tax implication of it being pre-tax. It's money that comes out no different than any of us. If you have an automatic savings account, it's money that comes out. You're not thinking about it. You now have that coverage and you have that plan. They get to choose which is going to work for them. Um, And and to backtrack a little bit, what I do for companies is not only do I sit with the employer and strategize and come up with the the major plan. This is the strategy that we're going to use. Um, I do an employee education meeting to the entire group. And then individually, I meet for about an hour with each employee just to get a feel for what is going to work for them, what is important to them, um, what I would recommend. And then they choose whether or not they're going to take it or not. Um, So they either accept the, the plan or they waive it. We, we have them waive so that the employer is covered mm. because then the employee can't hear from their, their you know, deskmate that they had an accident policy, and the accident policy just paid them money because of you know, a, a, a broken bone that they incurred. Yeah. Um, and the, that other employee who didn't take the accident can't say to the employer, I didn't know I could take that. Yeah. Well yes you did because you waived it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the documentation to protect the employer yeah. um, and, and so its, it's a, and then they have a right and an ability to re-enroll during open enrollment. So if they decide during the year that really was a great plan, I should have taken that um, they can they can do that during open enrollment.
0: Now there are other things there are other times there's other events that can happen that allow you access even when it's not during open enrollment. Right? Yes what are those?
1: It's called qualifying life events. Mm -hmm. Um, Such things as having a birth of a baby, a divorce, a marriage, moving um, from one neighborhood of medical concerns within one neighborhood to another, one zip code to another zip code, um, could be a qualifying life event. Mm. Um, So any major change that has changed your circumstances, might be a change where we could then put them on a plan in midstream rather than having to wait for the right. open enrollment.
0: Well, in my case, it was um, the spouse changed jobs and then they lost yes. insurance. And then if I lose insurance, but I had insurance, it that's, yes. a, that's an event too. Yes, so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah if cool. you had Yeah. So I would like to kind of go back to the beginning for a quick second okay. as we kind of wrap up a little bit. I. I love your philosophy on living a robust life. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've completely pushed Bill out of this conversation. Sorry, Bill. It's okay. I just, I just, <laughs> Listen, I, this is why we value you yeah, in I, this company. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a passion for, for this part of the process. And I, I'm a huge fan of experience and a huge fan of you, but I, it's not just the company or the benefits and all that stuff, but it's, it's the value in life. We, a lot of people have gone through some pretty hard life events, you know, and it's not necessarily about that that could cripple us. We have a choice to make. If we want to let that life event mm-hmm. devalue us, cripple us, mentally scar us, or we can choose to still live the best life that we possibly have. Right, um, and Which is why I've always loved your outlook um, on that. And um, we aren't promised tomorrow. There is things that happen um, I just had a, a, an old friend of mine pass away in a car accident. Yeah. They were, you know, just having oh, a vacation so time, right? It's difficult, yeah. and she was my age, you know. And her husband's still in the hospital, and it, it's a really bad situation. Yeah. Um, so I, I chose similar to you to that I'm going to live as much of my life to the fullest as, as possible. Live with my my family and my friends. Have life experiences. Um, maybe spend the money to go on a vacation, maybe, you know, just spend that little extra time with somebody that you may or may not see tomorrow. Um, I, uh, so I I just kind of want to hear a little more Judy love, uh, for the Uh, end of this conversation.
1: Oh my, (laughs) well, it, it's, it's an easy life if you live in gratitude. It's a very easy path to be on if you embrace the beauty that's in the world. Um, and you're right, it, it, none of us have gone through life without some trauma, without some, you know, devastation that has happened. And, and it should be not what defines us, but what helps us learn from those experiences um, and how you can grow. I, I've often said you, you need to find humor in the tragedies that happen in life. And that sounds bizarre, but... Um, there's always something good that comes out of something dark that has happened, um, and it, it can't be that you dwell on where you've been in the past. You you embrace it and rejoice because it's it's who you are today because of what experiences you've had, um, and and it's really just to be uh, having the kernel of truth is. For me, at least, is is trying every day to help people, to to be authentic, to be real. I often say I have seven heads. You mm-hmm. know, here's all seven of of them with all the warts that are on them, and, mm-hmm. and ac- accept them if you can. Mm-hmm. Two of them will be okay. You know, the other mm-hmm. we'll put aside. Um, but it it truly is. A, it, it's a beautiful journey. Yeah. It, it's something to embrace, and and I truly live my life artfully done. Yes. It no matter what mundane tasks you do in the day, mm-hmm. um, if you do them well and you do them with some heart and beauty in your in your step, it's it's a great yeah. it's a great journey.
0: Yeah, actually, speaking, you're you're a wonderful artist. i I'm a big fan of your your paintings and your artwork. Um, and you brought me this gift today I'm gonna to post it online oh. um when we put, when we when we got aired this episode um, of my two some of my my furry, furry best friends Oliver Oliver and Fletcher and uh, you painted a wonderful picture i have got to hang it it is there. A, gorgeous, oh, thank <laughs> it's you. a gorgeous it's picture. a gorgeous picture it, it brought a tear to my eye I was like that is uh, one of the most heartfelt gifts I think uh, I've ever gotten well
1: so. I, I tried to think in terms of What is the heart and soul of a hole in the wall? And and for some reason, it became those boys. (laughs) It was, you know, I thought, they're part of it. That's for sure. It it is. It's your your puppies.
0: Well, we thank you you. and thank you for being here. Thank you for the gift. But thank you for being here today. Um, I love having you around. Um, do me a favor. Let's just let everyone know how to get a hold of you or, 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 or your company.
1: Easy thing is just on the internet. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, no, it's experience with no E at the beginning. No,
1: no E at the, yeah, yeah. an X, yeah, X. Kind of like, when I look at it, and I don't know if that was the intent, because I didn't do the logo, but it but it looks like a hug. Mm. It, the the, you know, the cross, the X, yeah. It, it oh, yeah, like, yeah, it does, yeah, it nice. looks like to me, and I don't know if I have to ask them if that's what they intended, <laughs> but it
0: will go with it,
1: it will go with that. So, experience
0: benefits, and um, it, it'll go to the main because I was on it earlier today, it'll go to the kind of the main corporate site. Is there a direct number for your company for you?
1: 321 209 3412. Excellent, excellent.
0: All right, well, listen. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you you. learned something today. It's been another Um, good episode. Yeah, Yeah, Judy, uh, always gracious, always knowledgeable. Yeah, we'll come back sometime. We'd love to hear from you again.
1: I would love to. Thank you.
0: Goodbye, everybody. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Hole in the Wall business podcast with Bill and James. We'd love for you to join our Facebook group and keep the conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to start a Hole in the Wall franchise, go to holeinthewallfranchising.com.